rich and the poor is white in Nigeria, it will be middle class will be non-existent. They will be white. They will be you're really rich because you're part of the people that own Nigeria. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I remember how this NNPC when this NNPC thing. Oh, by the way, before I just get into this whole my when this NNPC is ahead. Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. That by the way is very spontaneous because we're just here doing our assignment and we decided that let's just have this conversation and guess who's back this is your first time on this right yeah you are like the most frequent guest (laughs) the most frequent guest we're back today with hafsa and this is a very spontaneous episode that doesn't even have visuals because like i said we're just in our assignment and it's hot Hello so, guys. Okay. <laughs> so what I was talking about today, Nigeria and all the things that did not happen. Am I fact this? So I was saying how I remember when the NMC Slim celebrity thing happened, right? I remember where I was when I was reading that thing. And there was talk, talking about how what if the people end up selling to their people? You know how Nigeria was yeah. you get this thing and you sell to your people. So I get how like the thing about what's it called? The middle class being white mm-hmm. already do you even have a middle class if we are being honest because it's either like somebody said you are I one sickness this. away from knowing that it doesn't work yeah i've always said it that you know, the gap between the middle class and, and the the upper class and the lower class is just widening so by the time nigeria becomes really capitalistic there will be no middle okay class. so if completely so if if it's not capitalism what what is what what is it? Should we do fascism? That, that's what they do in China, right? Where it's like... It's not going to work because the government is going to sap us dry. Actually, like, okay, this is where, like, rich people actually suffer because the government... So what... What is the appropriate system of balance? What do we even practice now? But... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in Nigeria, honestly, we need to strike... We need to create something that works for us we can't just be copying models oh yeah there's always that thing about how like we, we always we, we always keep like replicating this like when you're mm-hmm. starting like how democracy happened you always keep replicating things that work in other in other form of government like by the way guys we are not politics or government experts we are just nigerians producing information i think of how we have two arms of uh, what's it called the house of assembly right mm-hmm. why I don't know. I still don't understand why we have a senator and we have, and we, we have a senate and we have like, um, what's the other one? Honorable. The, 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 um, House of. The, ha- no, no, no. House, House of, of Reps. Assembly. House of, House of Reps. House of Assembly is the whole thing. So, House of Reps. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. Art students like <laughs> us. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. Because you hear a project and you be like, so it's a state project, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like, okay, there's, go- there's state government where mm-hmm. then, oh, this is a senate project. This is like a House of Reps project. How did that division come? And what's the point? Because if my assumption, I'm not sure, is that if you say like maybe Kaduna South now, mm-hmm. so there's a senatorial seat, yeah. there's also a House of Rep seat. Why? Is that how it works? I yes, think. actually. No, 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 no. The House of Reps is, is how many people are um, for each seat? I don't even know. I know. Is it three? Because I know Senate is three. Oh my god. So it's not even so there's no it's now. So it doesn't make any sense. And then there are people sitting because there. Because the House of Reps, you know, they are they are representing constituencies. How about the Senate? It's not also for constituencies. It's the same so why, thing. why are you people now together forming the National Assembly? In right? the same place, by the way, the same exactly. building. And you're doing the same thing, aren't you? Because So I that's why I'm still trying to understand. Okay, okay, okay. One of them are the lawmakers, one of them are the executive. The House of Reps and Lawmakers, okay, that are executing I, the laws. Executing, 
But then we also have a government, um, a, a state government. We have the governor. What are they? I don't know, and maybe if and somebody then, is listening that is an expert exactly. here, will probably like call us out. But and then when you go to the state government level, they also have state house of assembly. Exactly. So do you understand? And then they have chairmen. They now, they now, they are like commissioners. They have commissioners. They have now councillors. So it's like at ev- so the assumption is that at every level there's a representative. But then where has that gotten us to? We are thinking about how like is it Kaduna State or what state was it that? I can't remember that we're struggling. Local, I think it's the whole state. Local governments don't even have the powers. They are just there. They are just there. State government doesn't want to give them mm-hmm. power, right? So that's why it's just so weird. And that's why I was saying when I was reading this, by the way, the whole idea behind this thing was I'm working on my project about Ajakuta steel industry, right? And then you're thinking 98% has been completed since 1994. And it has not produced one single steel. That's oh. why I. I <laughs> This thing is insane because somebody that was born in that is a parent. Wow. Oh, that's like 30 years. Oh, and by the way, this data was even in 2017. So we're talking about this how many years later and now almost five years. And then um, that's what I'm seeing. I think maybe because everybody says it's easy to see all these things if you're not in the government, right? So I'm going to assume that it's, not, it's just not black and white. It cannot be. They cannot be this dense. But then when you think of this, the amount of people that EFCC has arranged and the money they still just realize that some of them are actually dense. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're pretty they're dense, they're incompetent and there's no accountability. So this is where I feel like this is where I was saying like maybe I think I'm a capitalist in the sense that if capitalism comes into play, mm-hmm. right? Nobody who has invested in this will let it just go. Because it's money you are getting into it. Yep. 98% complete. What is the other part that I don't even know? Maybe you, when I read further, what's the other part that is left that has not been completed? I'm sure they said they have erected 40, um, 42 out of 45 equipments. Can't they do something? Like they should be able to. So the other three equipments are the most important ones. This is why it's not making sense to me. This wow. project thing. <laughs> Some people are making a lot of money. So for much this money for me. And exactly because now every government like back to the whole thing about how in uh, what's they call in good luck's administration they had the commission so every government is going to come and put up commission and commission won't do anything because even the so-called strict person that we had mm-hmm. what came out for me because how do they set up a commission and you go and say if identified nineteen thousand government projects in federal government mm-hmm. projects in the whole of the country 63 six, percent failed but you didn't leave data so what was your work what did you go and do there? What is if you, is it just to identify? They after them what? I think they just came up with that figure, just to say that they actually did something, not because they actually did something. So what are the projects? How did they? They, they didn't even name them. They didn't name the project. So you know how do you know there are nineteen thousand? So you're just thinking about okay. So maybe there are people, there are projects that you know personally, like the Ajakuta Steel Industry. There's there's some stadium somewhere. I think some Olympic Stadium. There's like this mega. Nigeria has been, um, they had like they were. They <laughs> they were going to, was it not? Was it not two days ago that I was telling you how in Anambra they, they said they are going to 2.4 billion dollars to set up an amusement park? Yes. And what did I say about how this is something you outsource? The federal government has no business yes, setting up an amusement park. Organization or private whatever to do that, and then they will be tax them. That's all. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like I don't know how this thing can work, and this is where I probably. I, I was leaning into capitalism because in the sense that if this is somebody's business, it, they're in for it for profit, right? So you, nobody's going to set up allocation 
and tell people to go and identify 19,000 projects across the state, a whole freaking commission, and you don't have data. Identify them what? <laughs> Isn't the identification for you to actually do better? Because now that they're saying, okay, they're going to make um, such a bad amusement park, haven't they seen other amusement parks or other parks that worked? And they're not but owned they by died. government. No, the ones that are owned by government, they worked and they died after that substantial government left. Because other companies obviously not going to. They don't care about one. Also, two point how many billion dollars? Billion. Forever, you have that money. Really? That's the thing, right? And this is one because Shasunlo used to be a civilian governor, so he should know better. No, he knows better than how to siphon funds. Well, there's that. Oops. Like you, so you should know how like this thing is not. Oh God. I just keep saying that. You know what? Okay, by the way, you guys are not because our windows are open. It's hot once again. I just keep saying that it's because it's just not black and white. Maybe, maybe if some time in there some point I get into government, I'll be like, oh, this is why. But at the same time, I just feel like this thing should not, they should not be this high. Like you said, like you said, they're dense. I have a feeling if they get like just some Gen Z's and millennials, they'll do a better job. I'm but sorry, it's so arrogant, but but they don't even allow you. Do you know they what? Won't. Because I have also seen. So I think there's something about how government sucks you in, right? Because I have seen like we have come to do with generation where you've you've seen people on Twitter, yeah, where they were they always seem to understand. I don't know, I don't need have education. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be calling out this man, but he he had the perfect formula before he became minister. He there were write ups constantly coming in and out and all of that. Maybe there are policies that he has enacted that have not come into place that we'll see later. But I don't know, man. Because you think of how hard it takes to even make to make things possible in Nigeria. The bottlenecks. The, bo- the, the obstacles. Everybody is trying to get something yeah. to do their damn job. It's either they are not doing their job or they say before they do, you have you have to do this, you have to do that. There's the whole concept now that he came up with about the education of how those in primary school will be will be will be they will be going through education in their native language but this is just a concept mm-hmm. they have been pr everything all of that okay what's next it has that time and that's my problem with the Indian government they love policies so freaking much <laughs> but what was implementation once wow. starting they will set up free nobody set up committee like Nigeria. <laughs> They will set up committee commissions of people that are going to be paid for every freaking sitting that will be traveling and all of that, trying to do research that they don't even do, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And then they get paid. Then commission comes back. They don't implement policies like these people and I came back, but there's no that. There's no, there's no, I don't know if there's no that. Do you know how insane this is? <laughs> no. Do you know how insane this is that you come and say that, oh, with the government commission, government audit commission, we've gone to thirty-six states. We have wow. identified nineteen thousand projects. We think sixty-three. But I'm thinking about the presentation. Sixty-three percent failed. But they, we didn't name them. We didn't leave that. Just that. Take it. It's like you know that. And I'm like, how sure? How sure are you? It's like I don't feel like you. <laughs> That's me. I feel like your presentation is even more passionate than theirs. <laughs> I I want to believe that maybe maybe this man is just 
saying things. So now I'm going to leave my project. It's <laughs> a whole different thing. And my goal is to go and look for this data. There has to be data somewhere. I think so. God. Is it publicly accessible? Oh, that's another thing. Oh, oh I, I remember, I don't know. I think recently there was this thing about, about um, they made this law about government projects are going to be publicly accessible so you can. You just spoke about making policies and making materials. So you can, you can hold the government. <laughs> and that's there's another thing where they outsource, right? Okay, so the committee, yeah. they are meant to probably um research and then they outsource the research to maybe the company, a company, which a company. is owned by the chairman of the committee. Oh yeah, there's that. <laughs> it, it's always, it's always talking there. So, but do you know what? Honestly, I feel like, and maybe this is where I come as a bad person or a capitalist, right? I don't even mind if it's owned by the chairman. Mm-hmm. If the job get done, right? Because if the chairman owns a company, for instance, mm-hmm. it's not only him. He has to employ people, mm-hmm. right? So you're thinking creating employment, you're thinking economic development at some mm-hmm. towards a certain level. Level. But is the job going to get done? But but okay, you think that if the chairman brings a report in one month, the money will be as much as if he brings it after after five months. They drag these things because it's all about the money they are getting. I'm sorry, but most of it that's the case. I'm a lawyer. When we go to court, we drag. So we drag <laughs> one case that could be finished in a year yeah. to five years because every time you go to court, you get something. You get something for sitting. Damn. Damn. So, so what a country. <laughs> no. And this happens in every single level. Every single they sector. Talk about the market people where you go and they will create false um, scarcity. You know, once like I always think about how I said like, like I said like the Muslim people that sell things, yes. how like once Ramadan, you guys do freaking better. Like people are trying to look for like bless of Ramadan and then but they just like scaring mm. kids. And this whole concept of business, I think it's even haram in Islam where people mm-hmm. it is that when you buy grains and then you keep you them hold. and then you hold them when it's now scarce, you now bring yeah. it out and multiply, yeah. right? And I know so many young people because the hustle is real. So many young people in Nigeria that do this business mm-hmm. and then it's like guys. Sorry, but it's giving her <laughs> It is her in full force. All this, and this that happened in 2017. So the government needed two point two billion dollars. How much was exchange rate in 2017? How much is now? So when Dino is coming to say that he will revive the adaptation, I'm just like, if you don't go and see that, which which even if he sell all that, his blink blink house and <laughs> he doesn't have this shit. And we all know that they are not selling, right? He's not using his money, obviously. He's using Koji money. Koji doesn't have money. You know, for a conference, and Koji has so much potential. There's the industry. There's how it's literally is in the is the middle of Nigeria. There's the confluence. There's all of that. But then, I saw something. I saw Koji this. has so much history for a place that has so much history. It's a, it's a flop. I saw this. Was it yesterday? I was reading news, and then I saw how they calling out a. Um, Former governor of the Gabadaru, and how for a gov for a, for a state that has um that is all about farming mm. for a very long time they didn't have a commissioner for agriculture. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like okay. So, <laughs> do you see how like these people actually don't care about you? They they wow. they. Nigeria is weird. I don't even know what to say. Nigeria is weird. But then you're saying something, and that's probably like even one of the points about the whole privatization of what happened with NNPC and then with Ketco. Mm-hmm. So Ketco being the electricity people, like, like AEDC 
and YEDC, YEDC. Um, the Kierko, the all, all those uh, how it was privatized and it was given to um it was sold to private individuals. What time my this thing has closed? I didn't ask you to download this whole document on my laptop. Anyways, it was sold to like um private individuals. Yeah. But then there's the issue of how we still don't have lights because now it's people and there's this new tariff by the way. Yeah, that's what I was talking about when they are literally talking us dry to give us nothing. Because you're not giving us light and then you're telling us that this is now the new tariff. And another thing with the whole um, PHCN thing that became the Kierko, it didn't become one company. It became a lot of A companies. lot of companies. It was so. divided into like five or so. Because, okay, Kierko is for Kaduna, Kano, and where, 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 where? Joss, I think. There's, so there's, everybody is so, just moving on vines. Exactly, there's no, there's no uniformity. So what, what's the way out, right? Because I'm thinking like my ideology is like if you privatize to an extent, for instance, now, like um, if you privatize, mm-hmm. somebody, somebody's making money. Yeah. So things have to work, right? But then we're about to catch the where they are making money. But we still don't have light. Also, the fact that you see, I was, you, I was, because I um, mean, you know, June twelfth happened, and the whole MQ, MQ, I be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was part of their campaign, <laughs> like constant light. Wow. How many years later now? We still don't have lights. Everybody comes and still talks about the same thing. So if you are privatizing to cut, because my genius idea with my amateur understanding, if if you privatize something to an extent, if you. People with businesses are all after ROI, right? So things are going to work. But then, if yeah. you're allowing, but who is allowing them include these tariffs when they are not providing? Exactly. Now we have NERC for a reason. We have the Nigeria Electricity Regulatory Commission for a reason. You are t- supposed to regulate the electricity. So, so what, what are, are you doing? doing? Cause last time we have all these parasitas that are just everybody. Every government person, every gov, every person that is governing just wakes up one day and be like, oh, we need parasita because one way or the other, mm. it's like phone money, mm. right? And then they create parasitas, they put up people, their government allocation, but they're not doing their damn job because even if it's privatized, if you do if you do business in your country, there are laws you abide by, no matter how much exactly. money you have, there are laws you abide by, and it should include how. You can't just wake up and include, increase electricity tariff if you are not giving at least this amount. Mm-hmm. But they are saying that oh, if you, if if they in, they increase this tariff now, we'll have more light. When? How? <laughs> and okay, outside the RC, do you know we have TCN transmission company? We have is it BEDC or what? We have so many of so them. many that I don't even know what are you people actually doing. And oh my god, we forgot Nitel. Nitel, Nitel, Nipos, Nipos is watching in in. Yeah. Because me, I still have package that's been <laughs> for over three years. <laughs> no, but actually, they have a structure. They have staff. People, it's there are things happening. Nitel was shut down. Nitel was the first and um, what do you call it? Early telecommunication, telecommunication, whatever in Nigeria. Just see how a South African company like MTN had the audacity to come into Nigeria and just surpass it. And yeah, and they, they shut down Nitel. But do you think it's a lack of foresight? Do we not see things? Or are we like, you know how Nigeria talk about how somebody was saying, I think it was a Ghanaian, my Ghanaian friend, how like Nigeria is very fast paced, right? So it's like even how we move, we're yes, always in a rush. Yeah, sure. While like everybody's body is like, like, so do you think that's why we don't have foresight? Because we're thinking like, maybe when Nitel happened, like everybody was trying to understand, what do you mean by like carrying our phones around? 
No, but we were using everybody was using Nitel because it was Lala, you had to you use had it. You had to use it. That was your I'm number. I'm just trying to understand like what happened. We don't evolve. When MTA came with their SIM card, Nitel did not have a SIM card. And they did not think this opportunity before. Exactly. Because okay, Nigerians most of Nigerians will be using Nitel as their SIM card. Um their phone. Because they had, they had, it have had home, a, right? a phone, like a physical phone, yeah. that is Nitel, they could be producing whatever, what, what do you call it, these, um, these devices. Um, the, the, As a company. The internet thing. Yeah, they could do it. Exactly. But, okay, and this, this brings me back to privatization, because what mm-hmm. if Nitel had um, um, collaboration with Glow? Because Glow is the only Nigerian... Yeah. Telecommunication industry. That we have. By, yeah. See what happened with um Etela, which is what's it what's it called now? It has a nine mobile, right? Nine mobile. Um, what's it called? The people in my original country, <laughs> they woke up one day and pulled out of Nigeria, yeah. you know. And I I don't know how true it, this is, but I heard like they left like there was a lot of debt and everything. Oh right? my god. MTN the same thing. MTN, is, but you still it's so many things how. It's how big Nollywood is, but how we have African magic is South African industry, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, we constantly just, we don't want to do things. We wait for like people to do it and then we hop on it. But it's even like, even when you hop on it, we don't maximize don't. the potential yeah. opportunity. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like what you said, why don't we put our heads together? Okay, for example, Nigel don't, they don't have the infrastructure to be a standing company that in this mobile, modern mobile world, they don't have the know-how then collaborate with other people that know how to do it but they also didn't want to because i mean everybody started somewhere so if from the very beginning from the beginning where when we everybody started moving to this mobile device mm-hmm. if, we, if they had worked on it exactly we would have gotten somewhere at this point even if now. they couldn't do it on their only they said okay actually the only reason why we allow, allow you to come here is if we are working together Ex- because there's so many things like i was saying how like um in egypt um as long as you're coming to open up like a business in Egypt, you have to have an industrial yes, production. Yes. They don't believe in. They don't believe in um, just just importing stuff. You have to have a place where you yeah you have you're paying tax to Egyptian government. You are collaborating with. You're creating jobs for Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? And is that thing that we don't do in Nigeria? Everybody just comes to Nigeria. How you have the whole white mentality. You give them free pass. They come. They're hiring your people. They are even give, they're not even paying them minimum wage. Nobody cares. They're not even opening offices here. The, we're talking about we're talking about designers in Egypt, Tingari, yeah. that have like whatever they're producing stuff there. They have you see Chanel. When you see inside the Chanel office in Nigeria or Chanel um whatever shop everywhere you won't see it in Nigeria. Nigerians buy. And then you think of how much them. we export, right? You're hearing you're hearing things about how. There's no regulatory body because I understand like French and Philippines now something as simple as Philippines is probably the only regulatory, the only country that has a regulatory body for domestic work. So all the, there are a lot of Philippine Filipino people that work as like house help, yeah. abroad. But the government has a regulatory body. Mm-hmm. They have standard standard way just pay them. They have standard way of how you have to treat, treat them. them. So once there's a problem, the government takes their citizens back. imagine. So think of like a, the bigger picture. And it, it's not like Philippines is a wealthy country. No, this whole this whole still industry thing that happened. It I told you how Japan started their own around the same time with Nigeria, right? And <laughs> Japan is producing five thousand billion dollars. I stand corrected, but it was around that thing that I saw. 
yearly from their steel industry. We have in 98, this is what is boggling my mind. In 98% industry that was commissioned but has not, in 1994, but has not produced a single freaking steel. What is the problem? So when, when are they going to start working on it? Because the more years pass by, the, the more expensive the, it is, right? And then the worse the things that on ground are going to be because they're because obviously you're not even using them. So now we have to service all the machines if they are going to work. If, if they are going to, so now that's why the, the two billion dollars even completed is not enough because you're not just exactly. You have to revive it. You're reviving it, and it brings us back to what we said about Kaduna Industrial Zone, all the textile industry, the bottling companies, the Peugeot. I thought you were assembling, assembling, assembling. Nigeria gives me headache. <laughs> gives me headache. <laughs> but I'm just going to hold on to how people always say it's easy to talk about when you're from the outside, but when you're from the inside, well, it's true. It's it's not always black and white because so all this is and there's the whole huge the the if you know Barawa and Kaduna, you know how like you have all the where all the companies are and everything. You can't demolish them because it's a huge amount of space, right? So. What? What now? What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're just, going, they're just going to be sitting there. And the thing is that these places, people go in there, they vandalize stuff. It's, and it's also, it's teeming with people with um, drug, drug um, abusers, drug whatever. Because it's an empty, big warehouse. They can kill you. In, there's this, this nobody, nobody knows. There's this place, this bread place, Paladin. Mm-hmm. You know how huge it is, like from even where they make the bread, like where they package mm-hmm. and everything. They will kill you and bury your body. Nobody will find you. Random. I don't know. I think I went there when when SS two or three. I don't know. I didn't, even when we went there, it was like ghost town. They were still producing, but it was like a ghost town. Oh. I remember. Uh, do you know this um this roundabout? This is called roundabout in Kaduna, where they sell all those bread people. Is it gone? Yeah. Is it gone road? Yes, it is. Before you get before forty four. Okay, 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 okay. Where there this when I was younger, ah, okay, with the fish and everything. Yes, yeah. there used to be like a whole roll of women and men too. They have like this table and they sell all this bread mm-hmm. and it's usually like bread made in Kaduna from different factories, right, and all of that. But then I don't even think the company still make bread. Talkless of like mm-hmm. for them. It's so it's little things, little gaps of job creation, but. Is it like just, nobody cares? Is it like nobody? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. It's honestly the government have to step up because we we, we spoke about um new Nigerian newspaper, right? Yeah. But then we're not even talking about MT, NTA. NTA is dead. They are back now on Twitter. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like it's like a little, a little glimmer of hope. Like oh my god, NTA, you are on social media now. Oh, and they are not evolving. And well, I I think one of the reasons because. The, Government are trying to streamline the narrative. They are trying to control them too much. NTA, okay, yeah, it's a government-owned organization, a government-owned whatever. And then the government are trying to own the narrative that NTA, NTA puts out there. It has to be according to what the government wants. Yeah. They're killing the place because as long as it's just what the government wants, what are they going to say? But you know that... Like, Nigeria can be bonding down and NTA will be showing you why video of somebody doing but something. But you know that's the problem. Okay, I think it's probably the issue of privatization. There is nothing like um freedom of press. We all talk about that, right? But at some point, everybody, the, every narrative is being controlled. So you talk about like private company mm-hmm. and how much private media houses now they're not owned by government. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I think of how Arise TV and there's no disrespect to them. Arise TV they have this thing where they constantly 
they are up to date with like news and everything but i've noticed how there's a pattern where rs tv constantly holds government accountable but there's no room for government has done this good thing because is always like government didn't do this mm, government didn't mm. do this. and it's not a bad thing because nigerian government makes it hard for you to even <laughs> applaud them right but we need to have a balance right yeah. so it's not like and then you now have also have you talk about how in me there's the way northern people are being portrayed in media because yeah. there's no northern media so it's like when it comes down to it freedom of press doesn't exist somebody is controlling somewhere but i think to an extent i don't even know how they can do this nta thing like because like you said again mta seems dead but if government is paying them you come and say government did not do this thing paycheck is not coming but then again this needs to be reported right there's something called damage control where thing you cannot just close your eyes to things happening it's exactly. it's, it's not possible <clears throat> and it's national television authority and nta used to be the big deal yes when we were growing up AMX, when you, oh, what 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 arrested what channels they, when you where, them? where did they come from well, even like, okay, like you're thinking about like, for instance, let's say TVC is owned by Tingo. So, really, TVC now for the next eight years, they cannot criticize government <laughs> because uh, I'm sorry, your CEO is the one there. Do you know? Wow. So, it's like, but even if NTA is just talking about all the. They're, they're trying to. Their, their narrative is being controlled by what they're putting out is being controlled. At least they are doing something, right? Yeah. Even if they are just showing government projects, at least they are showing least government are showing projects. Government. At least they are watching, and that was what they were doing for the past how many years? NTA have just been government underdogs, but at least they were existing. They were existing. and they were putting out stuff. Haba, NTA, even if it was only for Super Story and Binta and you friends, know, you hear, you hear about how like they you were entertaining. You hear how um, we'll come back to that while in that production. You hear about how there are people, for instance, that side their career in NTA drama house. Yeah. The people that are acting people because NTA had that opportunity. So the, all those their little shows, all those modern shows they used to do. Um, what's the what's the other one in house? Uh, on Wednesday, Shigashi Robashanu. There's Gideon Kashiau. So you hear like all the modern people, even northern journalists. There's the that the, the journalism school in Joss. I think they have collaboration with NTA. Mm-hmm. So they started their career they, and they were able to move, right? So you think of how there's issue of collaboration. Yeah. When we were growing, there was Super Story, while they got production, they had amazing things. Whatever happened to, whatever happened to that collaboration thing, right? Because now, exactly. if you're thinking of channeling out like content that everyone was watching, why, why didn't God... Because NTA could easily have had a branch for entertainment, right? They could NTA have. News, there will be NTA, 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 NTA Kids, NTA whatever, for everything. But it's also how we like to do things mediocre, you know, right? Because they will do this thing and then they, they will create it. Because I know NTA has like three channels on mm-hmm. DSD, but it's still, even the quality is terrible. Yeah. You cannot be on the, you, you, there's no reason why you should put out some content. Have shape. <laughs> no, honestly, have some shape. You cannot be putting out some content. <laughs> So maybe if this situation of also by coming back to capitalism and privatization, if someone should buy into NTA, right? Not the whole thing. Yeah. Like what happened with mm-hmm. NFC when it became limited liability? Not the whole thing. But someone buying into NTA where you are ensuring that... You have a stake. Because way. even... I know like people where like, for instance, now they work... And this is a private organization. They work in a company. Mm-hmm. The company hires you because you have the vision. But it's difficult to work because they just don't put they don't give they don't put out funds. 
Mm-hmm. So MTA can hire the best maybe media practitioner, but if government is not going to allocate funds to them, they can't do anything about it. Then let them source for their own funds. Exactly, bringing back to the privatization. Yes. Ads. Remember when the NTAs have the whole um at the end of the year season's greetings, and like people pay yeah. for an NTA season greeting. Mm-hmm. Like they are. This is how media works. You, at that you, time, they rated us. They don't rate us now. I I can remember the first time they they removed spoil subsidy. We didn't know what it was. I I had no. It didn't make sense. But the song was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> They sang a song and they were explaining what, what they were going to do with the money. With the I don't know if you remember it. I don't remember that. Oh my god. <laughs> What's the name? Um, you may ask, what in government did go do for the subsidy money when they come up for really? when we Let me check. for hospital and school? Okay, but you see how we go put down for food and for road. We gonna make life better, better, better. As in, they were you telling see, you. You see how like this is what we we'll right? make do with the subsidy I, money. Obviously, even when the subsidy thing happened, I remember I went to someone. I'm like, explain to me like a five year old. Mm-hmm. What is the subsidy thing? Because I remember for a long time people have been marching against subsidy removal, and then back again to how I'm hearing that we'll be subsidizing things for people in other country. <laughs> God, wow. Then Nigeria and Father Christmas. Father <laughs> Christmas that is not taking care of the house. Yeah. You know, Nigeria is like, is that abusive parents that you go outside yeah. and tell people they are toxic? Not parents, sorry, partner. They are toxic. Everybody like, Nobody will believe you. What do you mean? This <laughs> taking care it's of us. Nice it's giving us money. <laughs> but you don't know that at home there is no food. Because why? Is this, is, they're just. And when I hear them with that song, that one song, you understand. You didn't need anybody to tell you. You didn't anybody attend to like five year old, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all, and even it's even how like how Nigerians try. You can decide to do things now, mm-hmm. and then government wakes up tomorrow, and there is the policy that just tells you that you know what this work that you have been doing, we've cancelled. It's not going to mm-hmm. move again. Playing people redundant. When okay now that's one of the bad things about privatizing yeah. redundancy. Redundancy. Oh right. my god, people that were do you, do you, do you remember what happened with HCN when it was privatized? When when, okay, when you moved from Nepal to PSCN. Okay, yeah, when they moved from Nepal to PSCN first, when many people were laid off. Yeah. There was so much redundancy and everything. So there is this, but then there has to be collateral. So is this why people always tell you about it's it's what they talk about government job, how like at least there is security there, right? There is security they're getting people, but they have too many people that are not working. So when you're cutting out the people that are not working, I'm sorry, but you're collateral damage because we have to make this thing this um, so we have to cut off the weight. And then it's like okay, there's a whole government job, at least you have I don't even know you have pension, but people People die without getting their pension. There's the whole pension board is too mm-hmm. that they don't even remit pension back to you, right? You spend your whole life. That's when Nigeria is not the country you die for as like a friend. <laughs> because you can't spend your you spend your whole life doing this, being so honest about work, mm-hmm. but then it doesn't it doesn't come through. So it's like privatization is true that there's there are no steps to it, so you can just wake up tomorrow. And they are downsizing, yeah. and you go your whole life your, because they're all about profit. About profit, but then okay, we are back to government job where people don't do their jobs. Things are supposed to take thirty minutes, take days. Yes. People don't go to work. Mm-hmm. You 
you go to you go at 8 a.m. to see somebody they, they are not there I don't understand and then at the end of the day the moment I was realized one snake will appear from their village and swallow it it's also the audacity for all these things you know like how do you wake up and tell me that snake swallowed so I don't know I think honestly I think it's just us finding a middle ground that works for us and now that's where we go back to the whole NMPC thing where I feel like it's, it would work except I mean I can't foresee a, a situation where it doesn't work because it hasn't privatized okay now NMPC is a limited liability company registered on CAC yeah. and they are all about profits but then it has been privatized in such a way that the people that are hold the shareholders are not private individuals. It's the core no one team. person can come out and say I have a stake in NMPC. It's the whole country. Yeah. It's an Nigerian so government. They, everybody. Exactly, but it's held in trust by a board of trustees. Okay. That are accountable to the president, yeah. and um, the share the shares are fifty fifty. 50% of the shares is held in trust um, by Minister of Finance, Ministry of Finance. Yeah. The other 50 is held by Ministry of Economy. And that's another good thing because the 100% of everything is not in one place. So somebody doesn't have the monopoly to just exactly, move anyhow. Exactly. And the minister has so much power when it comes to the whole um, NMPC thing. So you can't say it's the GMD that makes all the decisions, decisions. on how to spend the money. But then I think there are checks and balances. Also, can't believe that Bahati has been inside petroleum for eight years. Damn, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I can't fault him. So, I don't know. They were the ones that set up the petroleum, whatever. In the the so probably it's because, no, like, Tinder the from, from I don't the know, man. You know, you know what's my problem with Bahati? He, he sailed on past glory. Yes, it's true. So, it's just like. <laughs> He probably feels nobody could do a better job. Okay, but... I don't know what job I, he has done. You know what? Let's just not talk about all the things that have passed <laughs> Let's just be looking forward now. So the fact that, okay, um, except um, both the Ministry of Finance and the Ministry of Petroleum are deciding to be moving mad, one place should work. Right? Well, you don't think about it. Like, there's the whole of... Uh, it comes out again back to, like, the policies, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's now, like, the people that are in charge. Okay, because yes. ministerialists is not yet out, and everybody now is waiting for who is going to be. Because now, the that like it happened, it happened last year, just before end of Buhari's tenure, right? Yeah. It happened 2020. So now you are thinking like the next person that is going to come in, who is the country minister of finance, Buhari's tenure? I don't know. Um, is it Zain of Shamsuna Ahmed? Oh damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it? She's finance, right? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No what? But so now you're thinking that because it's it's very crucial, right? Like initial position, ministerial position is very crucial. You're thinking that the people that are supposed to come in now are supposed to at least be able to move it forward. Mm-hmm. So let's like like once again with Nigeria, everything looks good on paper. Yes. With life everywhere, not just Nigeria. Everything looks good on paper. But when it comes to that implementation, mm-hmm. now you can now hear that maybe one month done, one year done, that somebody will say that okay, this limited liability is not working. One generation funds, blah 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 blah. But I don't think it's reversible. So it's it's a permanent thing because they have there's an act signed by the president. Vice president. Yeah, the whatever the PIA, the Petroleum Industries Act, and it's the one that gives 
the um an npc the the status of a legal entity that can sue and be sued an npc is suable now do you know what that means if they move man i can sue an npc for not doing what they are meant to do i love that honestly because that's accountability right there but it's not you know i don't know maybe i sound like very hopeless right like once again it's nigeria <laughs> that's what you know i don't know i have hope <laughs> I hope so. We just hope. I hope because honestly, even if you see how they are operating now, yeah. they are operating like, 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 like a bank. Basically, it's like how they are. They are putting in the hours. They are demanding work. Work, right? They are demanding output. Like you people should bring something out. But there are still the parts that don't work. Let's talk about and Kaduna Refinery that has not produced a single drop of oil in over twenty years. But they are, the people out there, they have workers, they, they are paying them money, but there's no more oil. <laughs> oh, yeah, also, like, I don't you're not refining the oil, I don't you're not producing, so why right? are you like, here? Why is the refinery in Kaduna? But this is something that I still don't understand. They are meant to refine, she. Okay, they get the crude oil, they bring it to Kaduna, refine the oil. But you know how Nigeria is, right? Like, there are things that we do that don't make sense for instance, Kaduna refinery, right? Oil is all the way down south, mm-hmm. right? It's not like we have, we have a country where there's a structure where the oil can move, like let's say like there's a trailer that moves oil, right? So you're thinking these trailers are getting how do they get the oil? It has to be like that, right? But it has to be. <laughs> and so <laughs> why is the refinery not in the country in the place where the oil they have it? They have oh, they have it. So there there is worry, there is the portal there is the Lagos and everything. So what's the idea? Why do I feel like the refinery is is because of a quota system yeah. and not because it's necessary? Yes. And you bring us back to how maybe this whole, like the issue that we have in Nigeria again, the need for quota systems. Even when it's not necessary, even when it doesn't work because they're like they have to work. have everybody from everyone. Okay, but these people can't do the job, right? Like these things. I mean, they could have, but it's it's more. They're just spending more money transporting it, like you said, to bring it. Do you understand? But then let's say it even works, and you're bringing it to Kaduna, and they're refined, and they're selling at a subsidized rate to Kaduna people. Yeah. Let's say that is happening. At least that's something. But the fact that you're not refining every, you haven't refined a single drop of oil. Couldn't I? Over twenty years. Couldn't I include the industri- industrial states? So many industries. We have there. a dry pot in Kaduna, where they are meant to be. I don't know what the dry pot is meant to do because we don't have a sea. Maybe, but I think they are meant to be using cranes to be docking. Because there was a crane, actually, there was yeah. a crane that was working the back then. The commercial one. Because you know how, like, from Dambo through Queen Aina, you, you always like the crane tracks, mm-hmm. and the old train tracks, and all of that. So, they're, like, Kaduna has everything. If those things are going to be revived, would, and okay, in as much as I salute Erufa for trying to, but he brought new stuff. So, it wasn't revived the old things. He did not revive all things that would have worked. But you know, wants to leave a legacy. But you know the thing about revival old things that when you think of Kaduna refinery like textile industry, it's not a Kaduna state. It's a federal government. It's a federal government project, right? And honestly, like probably like like Kaduna refinery, you know, they they have the workers and everything. So what's the next thing to do? It has it, over twenty years it has not produced anything. And the Kaduna industry doesn't even I don't think they have they workers. Have, they don't have anything. It's just not it has not produced a single steel to yeah. over thirty four years. So you're thinking like you just focus on this is going to be 
I don't think with when Nigeria was everyone could have been able to buy anything in eight years. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. might as well build on other things that he can actually. In fact, would the government even give him the funds that he needs to buy those things? Because every other state is also trying to do something. And that's why it brings us back to privatization now. When it comes to private, somebody's money, right? It's not legacy. Mm -hmm. It's what I'm getting out of it. So if you have textile industry that is back, right? And you have how Nigerian designers now on a global scale, Mm -hmm. right? You have the different different points of beyond global scale. Our issue is we have different talents at local level, but they are not produced, right? Or they are not regulated, so they don't make money. Mm-hmm. Think of the the tire and die place in Kano. What's the name? Um, you don't. I can't remember. You don't Yeah. So like tire and die industry. So like tire and die industry. If there's a regulation where if if the tire and die industry, let's say, is being, because I don't know how they do their thing, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming that my I'm not sure assumption is that every like individuals own pits and they just do their business. Mm-hmm. If this if there's like a regulatory backing with textile industry for instance, mm-hmm. where like a textile industry invests because these people need investment for like their things, yeah. invest into a textile pits and then they do the packaging and everything. Like there's just you know what I'm saying? There's yes. the way things can move. And it's, that's what I'm saying back to privatize. If this is somebody's business, because mm-hmm. you know that textile industry in Nigeria, in Africa as a whole, is huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. You won't just let it like stay like that. So we're already in so much debt in Nigeria. The government can't do. Let's not even lie. Government cannot. <laughs> if it's going to say government, maybe I don't know how long I'll live in this world. But if I'm living seventy years, this some of these companies, I'll go. Do you get my point? So the government can't do this is why capitalism it's an issue. But at some point you have we have to be honest, bring in private people. Yeah. Form some form of all the stupid commission and committees and this regulatory board doesn't even do shit. That's my problem with them. But like form some form of regulation where when you have an alliance with fly school. I mean, I'm sorry, but Okay, it would be hard, but once you get somewhere, I feel like, and that's the thing, Nigerian, do you know that like, there are Nigerians that are designing patterns for life school? Nigerian graphic designers or whatever designers. Yeah, also, Nigerian yeah. artists also, are drawing patterns and selling to blind school when you could sell it home, but you don't, the home doesn't have which anything home? for you to what sell. home give you? They could, you could utilize people exactly. in Nigeria. When I was telling how I had, I think it was it's Louis Vuitton. One of these designers, I think it's really Louis Vuitton. I'm not sure which one, but there's one of these top designers that gets at some point. I know they still do that, but they're having their letter coming from Kano. Just imagine. And I think of how, because we also have the whole thing where we jump, we jump on international channel. So I think of how, and we all know how these big brands don't care about everyone. Mm-hmm. How much they keep their cutting down costs. How much they are not paying people their worth. Because you're thinking it's going to come in three dollars by the time I change those dollars naira, it sounds like a good money, even though they should pay you more than that. Yes. But because governments are going to get involved, There's no, no one cares. There's no regulation. So they are just at the same it's still not breeding economic development because they are still paying in peanut. If this was a government thing where you're saying for something like let's say what's being done in Egypt, we're mm. going to sell your letter, but yes. it's not enough. You have to be able to at least process, even if not complete, yes. but process some things yeah. to an extent in our country. Mm-hmm. When you're here, you're paying tax, 
you are employing, people. Yeah, employing people there's development then we can get at some point right i think that's what they wanted to do with the peugeot assembling company did it ever happen like was it ever it was running because i think the amount of peugeot in nigeria there has to be a reason why like maybe it was running at some point and that's the thing now when we talk about them collaborating with all these big names nigerians don't even have to know that it's it's most of the money like 50 50 half of it half of the shares is owned by the nigerian government right yeah okay let's talk about vlaispo and nigeria collaborating and they are producing a wax maybe nigerian wax it's vlaispo that's marketing but we had nigerian wax at some point we had it yeah, and, yes. nigerian at some and it was point. very good mama Tichi, at that time nigerian wax was why would you wear um, any super, Holland, or super or when you have nigerian wax you wash it and wash it and wash it and the quality is still there there was a country <laughs> exactly she said at that time hollandis you'll be sitting in in portisco literally a village yeah. and somebody she said would be watching no at that time oh no 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 now this is a town but at that time somebody will be hawking holland hollandis yeah. on a bicycle from door to door for you for to buy. Do you know how much Holland is now, by the way? God, I beg. That's all I can say. My mom is talking about wearing masks and sensor. That's what she was She was wearing masks and sensor. And wearing Holland. wearing all these things. And now, one, one around 40k. I'm not lying to you because I know it is Eid. Eid is, this, is this week, right? Oh, like it starts from 90k and above and the annual what type and the annual part okay i'm not sure about the type share the normal hollander i mean but you know you know the issue about it is how they're they're they fake ones right okay, yeah they're fake ones but maybe like not fake ones original you're talking minimum 80k we're talking about um, hilton and sheraton 80k oh 90k 140k oh and you know God. and it and you know how like it's skyrocket right because there was yeah. never a point it might even like that Holland or Superwax, the money has fallen. No, no, I never. It's what if you are buying one for 90k now, by the time it comes like <laughs> by next year, <laughs> we are probably 120 or more. It's, wow. it's all this is right. How much now is a gram of gold? Let me not be talking as if I have money. I don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there was, <laughs> I saw that a gram of, I don't know how, I saw, I saw a gram of gold was 40,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 the time it was more than 40k. If it's 40k now, then it has dropped. So, you see, one gram, one gram, if you are buying at least, like, if you are buying, like, let's say, like, this toilet here, mm. like, this one here, probably how much, is it nine grams? I don't know, how many grams is it? I can't, I don't, depends on, but I don't know, maybe, like, the really small one. The small one? Yeah. I don't know, no, 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 that should be, like, one gram, probably. It's, it's really it's, the it's, gram is really small, okay. yeah. But still, there was a point that was why would I wear a sudden iron on 40k? Why do you understand why? I'm even going to lose it, I know myself. What for? And I'll just beat myself because why am I losing 40k just like that? So it's like things just keep things keep character, and then when you are talking about the good older, but what I hate about this good old days is that people that I know about are the people that kill the country, yeah, because it's not us, <laughs> okay. We, okay. Our parents are the ones, our parents' generation are the ones that came to the country. Before then, the people that set up these things, they, they did their homework. 
the people that set up um what do you call it yes. 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 they did their homework they, have, they had a foresight. vision they had a vision yes because even though like i'm saying about how some of the vision i'm just thinking um like this yes. industry. Maybe now. you are way ahead of your time. Yeah. You should have taken it exactly. easy. Taking it easy. Somebody was saying how this adopter industry where where they oh it began it began in nineteen fifty four the idea, right? And for the amount of money that they were given that it would take to set it up, for a country that was about their independence with no financial mm. reserve, that mm. was really too, too much. much. Like that was too ambitious. So sometimes you are thinking, uh maybe but there was one But if had, they had just written the paperwork and left it, do, it, it still wouldn't have happened. But it's the thing, you know, you're talking about the notion of like, I mean, half of South East, not half of South East, but the people, I know, uh, um, I know, did really good for education there. Well, like, they were like, they went to abroad for free, you know. It's annoying how they got like this privilege where if you're like a director, you have like a car, a driver, a cook, good salary in federal government. But they decided that, you know what? We are selfish people. We are going to break down the country. Mm. And then at any small thing, this, gener- this people's generation, very please, <laughs> what do you believe for us? What? <laughs> no, but that's the thing. If you're talking about, I think that's the reason why you're, you're, you like the privatization idea so much because our generation are the survivors. They are the ones that are going on their own. You they are the ones to. that are trying to create something out of nothing. You, you have to because if Nigeria, even if you are doing something, this country will chew you, spit you out. Swallow you again and chew you. So you have to do something about it. And so this is why when they this they anytime you talk to an older person about work, right? They are always quick to talk about how we are always in a haste. We don't care about the gratification. But they don't understand that it doesn't happen now. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to jobs in Nigeria, legalization is not it. And you you have to take the view by. No, the other people talk about delayed gratification because the moment they left school, they got a job and they are still enjoying it. Do you till understand? Today. Some of them had jobs. Forty, fifty years later. You hear people of how like they left school today tomorrow. Job. You are in school and they are scouting you for jobs. And you are yeah. still so, you are still the one. State governments were paying them as students. Yes, for, and everything was free. Do you understand? So they now feel like and because when they got into the job. At where they are now, or maybe they retired, they were able to move. And you're still talking about the day. It's not just that they are selling for ten million naira in Nigeria. The one that they got for free. yes, the one the one that they were being begged to collect. Exactly. So if when they were doing their job, if they had actually done their jobs where there was a blueprint, we are going to build on it and do more. Will we be here? And the annoying part is that they are still the ones. They are still the ones at the helm of affairs because some of exactly. them have no business. So what delayed gratification are you talking about? The gratification that you've been enjoying for forty years. Where is the delay? Very <laughs> Where will you get to? Exactly. <laughs> William, I think of how like when I like, and this is no disrespect because there are people that are backgrounds, right? Yeah. But there has to be a point in your career you are like, okay, no, it's time to go. We respect your expertise. Do you understand? Pass the knowledge there, are, there are things that like, for instance. As a veteran, you're not, you're supposed to be what's it called inaccessible. You come out for special occasions, and this is no shade. But I think of like some people in the media, they have no business still casting news. Yes, <laughs> I don't want to say it, but no, but then who will do it as, as good as him? But that's the thing, you can't tell me that you see if because he has been. He keeps growing, right? 
and this is where if you grow, you employ young talent. And you Nobody is them. born with talent, but you train yeah. people. It's true. And it just keeps continuing. Like that. It's, mm. a, it's, a thing of, it's a concept of how you pull this person up, next person pulls you up. Yeah. And then they are going to tell you that, no, this generation, we are not willing to learn. All I'm of that. willing to learn what? The generation that are creating, like I said, creating something out of nothing. If it was them that were in this same position with their very... I mean... It? Backward way of doing things and thinking, honestly, they wouldn't have survived because Nigerian, this generation, I'm not even talking about federal government jobs, they're talking about creating. Do you understand? At this point, they're talking about venturing out. Nobody, because even if they're federal government, they're just thinking, oh, it's, it's for security. Now you are in school, people, you are in school, you're worried about what you're going to create, mm-hmm. you're worried about the next big thing you have to do. Everybody is just, you're running on borrowed time. Everybody's yeah. trying to be like, okay. Yeah, you, every single time there is so much startups. Everybody is creating something, and this is why you also at the end of the day it comes back to like the fraud thing again. Because again, once again, Nigeria takes and takes and takes and takes from you. Now they removed false subsidy. It's for the goodness of the country. Fine, it should be. But then again, this is from a country where you're removing things, but you're not setting up plan to help people. There's something called soft landing. Do you understand? This okay, we have to be uncomfortable for is for a certain period yeah. of time. That's fine. But this is where you can access the Tinubu is really said, let the poor breathe. Why are you suffocating that? <laughs> but they are being suffocated because we are not even telling them, okay, we are moving this oxygen, but if you feel like you cannot breathe, then there's, there's, there's an oxygen mask. Free. For free. Do you understand? It's not even though I heard the whole thing about them increasing their salary was a rumor. But then again, conduct again, the money our lawmakers are being paid, they have no business. I'm not even going to. Everybody enjoys for me. When National Cake reaches you, fine. But but please if just when honest, you're taking the cake, don't take it with fear of God. Do you understand? Exactly. I was saying to my friend the other day when the whole what even happened? Who who did so, when they arrested Ogasibie? <laughs> and then he said how he doesn't want to judge him because you don't know what you can do in that person that much money. I'm like okay, fine. Let's assume human beings have weakness, right? And let's assume how everybody is a thief. If you see money, you want to take, even though you should not take. But you should also do what you are supposed to do. Yeah. So that I was saying how there's thing about how even if case should come out now about let's say Fashola and let's say his iPhone Lagos State money. But he did things, you understand? So it's a thing where your skill at some point is going to be balanced. Okay, yeah. you say I found this amount of funds that you should not, but let's say you couldn't hold yourself. Yeah. But you also did this certain thing. But some of them, they just take and take and take and take and if, give you nothing, yeah. nothing. If, not person, if it comes out at the end of the day that this person siphoned billions of dollars, but he has put in policies in place to float the Naira. He has put in policies to give soft landings to all these changes that has made the Naira negligible. Kimgani, Nigerians wouldn't be this mad. You understand? But, but the fact that... Just taking, somebody was like creating Naira scarcity. Nine, nine years since the government, you wanted to be president, uh-uh. and you ran for president. You still held on to your position. Something is only happening in Nigeria. Only this is why somebody was saying how there are things that you can't even tell people. Like what happened with Yaya Benlo during the election, where he, he removed the whole road, oh, right? Yeah. Honestly speaking, how do you explain this to somebody and they don't think you are lying? Like some things only happen in that country, and any any time, any single time, you think you have seen it on Nigeria shocks. <laughs> <laughs> and Nigeria is a folk tale. 
Did you just hear stories that sound very extraordinary? What's that? That, that, that folktale program on NT every Friday, 6 p.m. Tales by Moonlight. Tales by Moonlight, <laughs> yes! Honestly! Because how do you say that jam registrar came to say that snake swallowed the I don't, I don't know. How do you say this kind of thing? How do you talk about how somebody removed a whole road because of election? How? Like, there are all these things that just don't add up as a yeah, normal person. And you're just like, damn. And okay, we said all this conversation started from in them increasing. I saw the school fees of a federal university, oh, yeah, federal right, university. in Nigeria. And I was talking about how it doesn't make sense that Nigerian students that are in a public university are paying more yeah. than 100,000 as their registration fees for one term. During my time, okay, let's talk about it. Was how many years ago? Eight, eight years ago, I think. And we were paying, no, it was seven years. We were paying 24,000. And people I like 24,000. And it's because I was studying law. I think that so there are people, people that were paying less. less. Yes. A medicine was like 30,000. It was one of my students that medicine became 30,000. I thought it was 20 something thousand. Now, if you want to study medicine in Nigeria, we are paying 170,000 in the UK. In other universities are paying. In and a federal government university, so they have removed the subsidy and they are like, okay, we're giving you soft, soft landing. And the soft landing is that you can borrow money to pay for this, and then when you're done, you pay. But when I read about the. Yeah, I saw the requirements. I'm can't. like, the people that need this student loan don't have access to these people you want to be exactly. their director. Because if I have access to somebody that is a son or something, Uncle Abed pay my, pay my school fees, I don't need student loan. Do you understand? There is so it's like, no way that nobody is qualified to get that student so loan. So now you remove this education subsidy. And that's what I say about soft landing. They make, again, we love good policies. Everybody just wants to come and say, I made this policy. But how does that affect how does that affect the, the layman? You make all this, you make you make all these policies. You remove okay, you have access students in the government school to pay hundred plus, right? But then again, government schools are still not generating their funds, which means that lecturers are still part of ASU. Yes. So if we are paying one hundred and seventy, but lecturers are still going to do strike tomorrow because the federal government are still the ones paying the salaries so of the like, lecturers, and I'm trying to understand how that how federal universities are completely dependent on the federal government so and what's the point of moving, so what's the point of this moving the education subsidy i don't know because if we if we are if you are increasing the amount of money i believe it's to be able to go on your own right it's yeah. to be able to like to a certain degree to a certain degree so is the money going to be used like build up the school like facilities and all facilities. of that it's telephone that are, and etf that are paying for those things exactly so, so, so if this money is not going to be spent actually so we are still paying 170 plus mm-hmm. for people that wake up tomorrow and go on strike for 12 months yes. make make and it's word? not like it's not like they're going to be buying sense. and maintaining the school okay they will talk about maintenance of the school because let's talk about ABU, how they are not paying electricity and they're leaving students in the class. I heard that people, you know, this is weird for me because I remember like there was one thing when I was in ABU for like my one month. There was constant light. There was constant light. Like that's what, you know how, that's in about schools, right? Like schools have bad things, but when it comes to like, let's say lights, that's one thing. That's why students would prefer to stay on campus than stay off campus, off campus because, because there would be light. Students. What do you mean by students are in darkness? What does that even mean? And you're thinking of now that there's insecurities, when you think is a wise idea for that, mm. so they pick people's children like they're picking beans. And the same if you, I know that I know if you use um, providers, they're the electricity providers. 
they are working with um mainstream energy i don't know which i don't mm-hmm. i worked on that what do you call it that contract that they were i think at that time they were trying to is it renew it or you know i can't remember but they had all these things on whatever whatever on the provision of the of the megawatts and how many and how much they are so and everything again, so you are getting it directly from mainstream it's not through it's not through everything is direct yes so, the freaking ABU dam and plant is that not is that not the whole job of it? Isn't it part of like dam? What was the dam to generate electricity? I thought that's part of what they do. Mm. At least someone said that's me. I'm sure I'm not making this up. I, I, I'm the, not aware of the dam. You go far as you go far as even ABU. I'm sorry, Niger State KNG dam that is supposed oh to cover God. the whole freaking country. country. When I say there's no light in Mina, there's no light. Like Mina has never had light. And maybe it's not even like because even people that live in you know, there's going to you just know how like the whole thing of rationing light, the light from this time to this time, doing light from this time to this mm-hmm. time. It's so it it's so it has been happening for so long that they are used to it, right? KNG mm-hmm. dam that power electricity of the whole nation <laughs> is in the state. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about me, like being a minefield. We were you you were talking about gold and how gold is how many forty um forty thousand per gram. Mm. And we are talking about me now where you find gold. Like yeah. there are there is gold. Everything about that me, by the way. Mina and Kedby. My I know someone who maybe I shouldn't say this. But <laughs> I know someone who was working in Kedby as um a military personnel. Yeah. And he was like if you know what's going on in that place, if you know the big people that are going to that place, and that's why I can be, I never, I don't know when they are going to have peace, peace but they will have peace, because like, yes, because they have natural resources, and they have to be disrupting them, so, so that, that to, to take everybody's mind away from faith. the fact that, yes, yeah. they have, so they like have natural resources, Delta and the oil and yes. the tanks and all of that, yes, and he says that many big people are passing every day going to those places, he said that you see them, Getting gold, like their women will be getting gold, like a lot of gold, and they'll be selling it for pittance because they don't know. How you know why I'm selling it to this? You know people. what I even hate about this it's gold thing. and coal for them. You know why I even hate about this gold thing? It's how like Nigerians at at the peak of it, they end up using gold for jewelry, and that's annoying because I mean the jewelry thing is fine, but there are so it's, many things you are gold, can use gold, gold for. Gold is the ultimate reserve. Be- Money reserve. Beyond it being on your neck. Hello. <laughs> there are so many things. And you think of untapped potential. Mina being Mina Niger said being the biggest con the biggest state in Nigeria mm-hmm. is something. I, I think I think I, I had how like I don't know. They, I think was it they said is it four of Lagos states that it has geographically is is the largest. Mm-hmm. There is so much space, and this is why and when so when insecurity happens, somebody was saying you cannot afford to have insecurity in Nigeria mm-hmm. because you will not find them. So Misa Forest is small. There is so much space in that state that is not being utilized. Yeah. And sorry to say, I'm from Niger State and all of that, but I was saying how from when I was younger to up till now. Mina always looks the same to me. From when we go, like up to now, that place always looks the same. And it's not just it, it's the energy around it. It's like, you know how you are in a place where everything is moving, but you're just there. You're, you're just, just there. Just... That's how it feels. And you think of all these so many days, like it's it's the KNG dam, it's this landmass, it's the tourism Grara yeah. Falls. Yeah. 
it's not only Gurara Falls, but I don't, I don't know, maybe, you know how they say that still waters run deep? Maybe you guys run deep. Please, deep to it. <laughs> it's not just about all this, it's about, it's about, it's about Zuma Rock. Zuma Rock is in Niger. She? I do you know that. I, yeah, I, 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 I know there's, 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 there's the whole argument about West Nigeria is Zuma is it Niger, is it Abuja? There's they have all that argument every single and time. Recently, I was writing this article on on Abuja mm. and London, right? On how London are just basically like we said, it's just PR and existing on hype. Is that true? So Lagos and London, though. No, I did Abuja because they're the capital cities, oh, okay. right? Yeah. And I was talking about like how Abuja could utilize some things. And I did the whole Zumarok thing. And I said, Zuma, did you know Zumarok is one of the largest, um, what do you call it? Monuments, natural monuments in the world. And you know, it's the tallest rock in Nigeria. And it's just there. You and can so put Aso and Olumo rock, both of them. And, it's and to Zumarok is bigger. And you know Zumarok has presence that like, it has presence. There's just something about you have to know. You never get used to it. There's just this presence that And it apparently has. it's open to hikers for like is it three hundred dollars? People are hiking like, yes. for money. They pay to hike. I never knew who is taking the money. <laughs> I don't know. Now that's the thing. And I saw reviews on TripAdvisor yeah. where people were saying that foreigners were Talking about how they could pay to go on Zuma Rock. Another one was saying she wished there was cable car for her to. And I was like, wait, there's no cable car in Abuja. That's true. Why is there no cable car in Abuja? Yeah. I, let, no, let, I don't let understand. Let me ask you a very honest question. Are you going to get on a cable car in Nigeria? People are getting on cable car in Abuja Cattle Ranch. Okay, that's true. That has also died, by the way. It has died. See, I'm carried too. Oh my god. I'm stressed. I mean, to be honest, I have trust issues, but I'm not going to get a new car in Nigeria because I well, But I think but it also brings me no, back to like privatization, right? I just feel like, okay, I mean, that brings me back to being a capitalist. But I just feel like if I'm going to get on a cable mm-hmm. car, let's say, and it is a, a place owned by a private company, not the government, I'll have, I'll, I'll feel more comfortable. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking like when it comes to, when you're collecting money, mm-hmm. you are going to provide at least good standards. So what if it's a government that's um, a private company owned by the government like NNPC? Would you trust it more? I don't, you know, like, because I mean, NNPC, you like, it's still, it in prior office. Yeah. So let's, let's give it four years and see if it's going to be successful okay. or not. Do you, then we can see if we can replicate that in different industries. So, so if it's owned by, like, um, CCECC. Who's that? The Chinese company that made the railway, whatever, whatever. I mean, I'm sorry, Chinese people, we know that they have quality. Yes, but they still have... But there's, there's, there's still the issue of substandard. I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like if And this is not government everywhere. There are governments in different countries that if they own things, you are down to But you think of how Nigeria has this issue of running down things. Yeah. There's issue of how... You need to do more with facilities, right? And every single time somebody wakes up and writes a letter, oh, we need funds, nobody replies yeah. them. So you're literally working on facilities that is based on vibes. You go to federal government ministries and the leaves there, honestly, I always won't cross them. Number one, there's always somebody with leaves, which I don't see why somebody has, that's somebody's job. Depressing. Leaves operating, right? Um, and I'm like, numbers, yeah. if we just talk in this thing one day, people are going to die. Yeah. You, because every single time, Structures, infrastructures, and both tangible and intangible in policies and in like buildings 
are breaking. They are wearing yeah. and tearing, getting to their breaking point. People will keep telling the government, we need to do this, we need to do that. At some point, if money gets released, but it never comes down to where you're supposed to implement mm-hmm. it. So it's, it's all this thing that just makes you think, see the case of Nigerian Airways now. We, I still don't understand what has Please happened with that. That's that a very embarrassing situation. I, I, I don't even think, when I see anything Nigerian Airways, I pass because I don't want to believe that that actually happened. It is frustrating. But honestly, okay, okay, but that's that's where now information and data becomes power. Where you're Our saying, people don't have data. <laughs> Our people with the figures without data again. Where you're saying, you as an individual, as a citizen of Nigeria, you won't maybe get on a cable car that's operated by the Nigerian government because you know how they are. Make a survey. See, where your options, okay, would Nigerians really trust Nigerian made stuff? Or would they prefer private wise stuff? And then even if it's owned by Nigeria, but it's in collaboration with a private organization and nobody knows that Nigeria is the biggest shareholder. Yeah. And the face of that whatever, the, the venture is private, people will trust you. No, know, I just do it. I feel like even like it's not even about hiding transparency. Mm-hmm. It's fine to know that Nigeria is even the biggest. But it's managed but by it's managed by because it just brings back to when it comes to private to private. Mm-hmm. Investment and the goal, no matter whoever comes out, we are trying to build this thing to help you easy life. The yeah. goal is to make money. It's to make money, right? So when you are trying to make money, you which means you are hold accountable. There are legal situations. Exactly. If somebody dies, for instance, somebody has to answer to it. Nigerian government, why does it even address people when they kill people? Do you get? Wow. They don't. It's just like okay, it happens. Burn. What's next? So it's a thing of like, because the government now has shown us that it's almost like it's a cry for help, but they are not saying on our own, we can't do it. But then again, you have these stupid policies. You have everybody trying to make money that they will not allow people that can do it to come yes. into play for instance and yes. all of that. There's this huge thing go to the final, you know, that has happened, right? And I'm thinking, I mean, no disrespect to Nigeria's being born. I shouldn't have said that, but yeah, Nigeria's favorite. Nigeria's government favorite. Nigeria's government favorite. No disrespect to whatever he has done, and I think it's quite enough job, right? But there's Kaduna Refinery. Do you get my point? That has not produced oil in 20 years. And again, this is coming from an amateur point of view. Maybe there are more to, to distance that I come. But the goal is to be able to put out oil. Cardinal Fire is just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Why didn't the government say it to him? If that's a possibility, why isn't there some form of collaboration, right? Because again, mm-hmm. already the idea of having a refinery, let's not even get into the whole environmental situation and everything like that. But an oil refinery is going to work. Things are going to it will produce. But if you've had like one refinery that is sitting and it's not okay, it's even in Lagos, it's not mm-hmm. in the north or something. I just feel like there could have been a way, he's already the FA right, that he could have tapped into what government already has. Yeah. He will still make his money, mm-hmm. but then you will also be able to. It's economic development for the country at the same point. Mm-hmm. But then again, like I said, once again, it's like my amateur understanding, so there might be more to it and all of that. So it's all these things where. The government obviously cannot do it. And honestly, to be, to be very honest, it's not just Nigeria. 
worldwide yes yeah. governments don't always do things yeah. you can't always say it's the government is the government because where is the money coming from the only place where it works being the government the government government works is maybe china well because they have the whole um totalitarianism and fight yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, 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 that's, that's not korea that has totalitarianism yeah socialist well i mean what's the difference between what um and china is doing as how they have the whole thing of how like you cannot as a private organization you cannot be this level at this certain amount of yes. being rich and all yes. of that that's really wild and they are control they are control china they can't even be on social media mainstream what? social you know media. like when it comes like china north korea and nobody can question them and they are thriving in a way okay it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy and we don't want that yeah, to be honest we just want our leaders are going to hmm. further run us drive hmm. already now self they are picking you up talkless up we just need we just need a working system like a system where you're not just selfish right mm-hmm. like even if you decide to take things even if you decide to take things at least Show workings, mm-hmm. at least show workings, and this is why. Whoa, I don't even know. I feel like this will, this will never end because now, the more I'm reading this case, the more I'm going to just keep getting more annoyed and annoyed because of the number two refinery thing. How beneficial is it to the Nigerian government at, at the end of the day? Honestly, I still don't understand because I'm hearing things about how it's going to be like good for dollars, which by the now they now they've emerged. I was talking about this with my dad. With my dad, was it two days ago about um how the like dollar, yeah how like Tinubu has moved like the two he says that he said she told me something about Tinubu said he moved these two lions or something. The whole thing about like the thing that was pulled on to Nigeria is like the false subsidy thing and the, the double exchange yeah. rate. How so now that it has been removed, is hoping to see where that will take us to, right? Okay. But then, so it's still the trial stage, seeing if it's going to work sh- and stabilize. And st- so Nigeria, like a hundred years after independence, I still try. Do you understand? But it's still doing trial and error <laughs> of basic, basic things. things. So you can't even say like, oh, like the the, the submarine thing. Now imagine like Nigeria going on like a whole research thing. I'm sorry, hello, we don't have lights. <laughs> we don't have, we have a strong internet connection. You know, you are thinking, you are oh always thinking, you are always thinking about, oh my God, is this going to happen? So it's like there are all these things, and you are thinking, I don't know where I was going with this, with my train of thought about okay, the forex now yeah. and dangote. So what I've heard continuously was that with this dangote refinery now, it's going to like it's going to affect the dollar ordinary rather, and, and it's going to either stabilize or like it's going to come come down. Okay. Also, my whole life, dollar has never fallen. Was there ever a point in life? Well, I mean, marginally, but never like really fall. It just no, keeps going no, on no, no, and on. It just go down a bit with like a few naira and then it just shoot up. Exactly. I remember twenty fifteen when we had like craziest rise when Biden became president, and it was like such a tough time. I can I can still remember when it was one dollar to hundred plus naira, a hundred and in other words, you know, I was buying things online. Oh my god. I remember it was 200. I remember it was 200. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. We didn't know it. We've lost this. Apparently, a few years later, it's going to be 800. I'm like, oh my god. My only prayer, my only prayer, my only prayer now is let's not just say Buhari's time (laughs) in this present government now. Let's not go back to. I remember when. No, please. 
Because Nigeria just seems to be like a whole circle of deja vu every single time you are yeah, reminiscing on all the good old days. Inshallah, the good old days, the good old days, the good old days, every single time. But the, have the old days ever been good in our time? Maybe our parents can talk about good old days. Well, maybe when we were, when we were, when we were still had like the well, how, how have you benefited from that? To be very honest. Since when we grew enough to benefit from the system, the system has always been the bad old days. The only thing that the only good thing about this system has done for us is increasing copper allowance. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even saying that. No, I'm just saying like benefit. We're talking about benefit. So that's that that's the only the only thing because what else again? It has crippled you. But okay, copper allowance increased, but then every other thing also increased multifold. More so to be honest, it was so like was, at some point when I was increasing. It had to for you to survive, right? You you just had to. No, but how would it work? Like the the unification of the forex, whatever. Because I have been seeing it, and I was like, when I saw that first, I was like, okay, this is great, because okay, now black marketers are not going to have that power that they had. Um, CBN are not going to have that power that they had. And banks are not going to have the power that they had in. Mm. Okay, this is our bank rate, and then black market are going to say oh, add two hundred naira to it. So I think that's only how it's working. Our former first lady is glad that it happened after she left because she was one of the biggest products exchanges in Nigeria. I'm not saying who, but what our former first lady and her minions. They were the ones that were collecting money from CBN governor and sending it at exorbitant prices to what do you call it, um, to black marketers. And that's why CBN governor stayed for a long time. Was he not? I'm sorry, I didn't mention names. But <laughs> And they're not from my arrest. <laughs> I heard <laughs> disclaimer. I don't believe it because it can't be true. <laughs> it needs to be a disclaimer, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was I think the only good thing about well, they, they were, also they removed from A by the way. Oh, from A for A. You know, we, with from A now it's the subsidizing of fees now. With from A, you get to, instead of paying directly from your black mm-hmm. market when you are paying. So you get to pay your school fees internationally on government fees, yeah. which was like that. It was four hundred then. But how many people were getting the from A? From A. People. I know people that had to leave school because they couldn't get. They could exactly. Money. So it's all these things that Nigerian government is always fighting. Nigerian banks, they that are in that different sector that don't have sense. They they are always in the haste to collect your money, collect your money, collect your money. Please, what time to give you your money is a problem. Which government agency is regulating the banks and what they are doing? Don't tell me CBN. It's CBN. Oh my god. CBN is the worker of nonsense. (laughs) But CBN CBN was working up until Uh, Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) It was working before before Oh God. Because Charles Oludo, Sanusula Hido, he was working and all of that. But no, but shouldn't there be another organization that's independent of the banking system? That would be checking even CBN. So like how we have like INEC, independent independent of the nation. I don't know. Also, all this all this independent but still government spending people really how is it independent? Because I've always been uh, um, what's it called? I've always had a question: How does INEC generate their money? Government. So how is it independent? If government <clears throat> is paying them. By me. It's, you see, that's what they when when we were talking about independence of the judiciary, and people were just looking at you. Because the judiciary, they are paid by who? The government. How can the government lose case? To be very honest. If they are paying, if they are paying, if they are paying Supreme Court judges, 
in millions. High court judges in millions monthly. But if you talk about even at the judiciary, how would they generate money? How would they now generate it? If Fines, tax. I don't know. They which which means that they... you know how much like judicial like I mean you know how much if was top top orders make right. So if you are not saying they should generate money, you're making money in here. Exactly, not, and and, they, and that's the thing, you know. And it comes out that everybody is selfish. Cause even and then so they will be finding the main organs how much they are meant to find them exactly. to make that money. Well, actually, it's because even the main people now that will they agree to this law, the judiciary? They won't because they won't be getting because they won't like be getting said, all. Even if they will be getting the money, it will be hard work. Exactly, you actually have to work, and even all the benefits that they get after actually hard work. So they won't agree to it. So it's just always that it's how like. Even though the executive is there making policies, the Senate people need to agree. And yeah. if it does not benefit them, they won't. It's not that bill is not becoming a law. It's just going to be bill that we sitting now, sitting on the floor of the Senate House for donkey years to come and go. I also when you think of the past people that we even have our Senate president, God I beg. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that has been in that Senate House since when? My uncle, see that kind of and he's still there. Shameless. So it just comes back elected. to everybody. Everybody. That's why we should even prioritize everything again because everybody treats Nigeria as a personal project. Yes, it's never for the good of everybody. Treats that about what I'm benefiting. So if we already have all that mentality, we might as well just make it private. Like give it to them, not to them, but like to actual people who I don't even know again them. because again, if you prioritize, who is good? We held accountable. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's another thing, right? We didn't put that. As you said, it's not black and white because we are talking about okay, um, bringing in companies to do whatever. I remember Abakari was working on bringing in is it Siemens? The the phone thing. Yes. Thing. Okay. Yes, to work on I think power in Nigeria. He was this close, right? He away. Before he passed away, but how did he get to there? He must have met a lot of resistance. Of course. Every single person would come. To head a place where he probably could get a private um, institution to work on something, but he's the head of the organization. He wants to get um, let's let me just mention names. Probably Huawei. Yeah. But the people that are going to sign up the the we agreement because they want him to bring techno because they have a higher stake because they know somebody that's going to be yeah. and they will sign. And they will sign. But the president knows another person, and the president is saying that it's that person that has been brought. So there are all these things that how would you now reach an agreement? Who is meant to be there? Who is meant to implement? But isn't this like a problem of every nation? Do you know what? Because I feel like at the end of the day, every country that is working or not, mm-hmm. right? They are all human beings with at some point selfish interests, right? Yeah. But I'm just trying to. Uh, my question is, how were they able to break this where you are so selfish, but you still? Also I think it's just about accountability. Like ratings, okay, right? You don't want us to bring. Everyone should do their homework. Bring your pros and cons. Why do you think this place? Why do you think that place? Why do you think but that if, place? But if it comes back to the person that is signing and he also has this person, even if you bring like all these things now and again, like, I don't know how to hack this thing. Then it shouldn't be, I don't know, then the president shouldn't be the only person that has to sign. Right? Maybe. maybe. But, pres- but pres- 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 democracy is supposed to be like the most fierce form of government. Right? No, come. Because do you want to do monarchy where it's one family? But if it's only the president that gives the final approval, that's monarchy. That's totalitarianism dressed as democracy. So which one should we do? 
we should find our own. Which is <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Is but it? It's not working. They can wear for instance. Let's say Kaduna State is independent. They don't. Let's say like. Oh yeah, they spoke if, about. If they are going to make laws, there are some laws that you don't need government approval. Yeah. State government can, but it's going to be should, Nigeria should be a confederal state, like okay, yeah, confederal state, like where you have like different, um, yes, um, what they call United Kingdom have four countries, yeah, different. That's true, actually. I remember there was a time we spoke about Nigeria being confederal state, where okay, possibly it's not just going to be 36, it's probably not going to be, be like six from, regions, yes, from the six regions, yes, and then all of them are going to have there are governors, but they are all going to have. Their own probably I don't know something, and then there will be one president at the end of. The I think that's like UAE. Well, it's more like but it's almost at the same time almost like because there are different uh-huh. Emirates where there are the rules that apply to the whole country, but it's also like Emirates rules where like your this state. There are a lot of countries actually practice this con- So we shouldn't have a governor of Kaduna State or a governor. We should have a governor of the northern probably not. Do you know how many? Do you know how but, many daily breaks you are about to cut out? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. No, but there will be governors at every state at level, every state, but they are but not yeah. going to be. So they are going to be something else. So they are, but they are not answerable to let's say like you. So you are not answerable to let's say Tinubu in Abuja. You are answerable to like let's say the head of your region and, and then the head that of your region is answerable to. I don't even know, man. They are all because to be honest, if we are still doing trial and error. Hundreds of years after amalgamation, we might as well just continue trying and trying and trying and trying until the world ends. Because oh, instead of um confederation, some 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 whatever could secede, so Nigeria could divide into whatever it is that we want to divide into. If it is five, six, seven, eight, nine, thirty-six, everyone should be a country. <laughs> so thirty-six. Do you know we're going to be in war? I don't care it's because is this not war? Is this working? Well, but I think we are not killing each other. Because now because now when you when you divide it's not going to be a situation of fighting for resources. Yes. I that's, and that's why nobody wants to divide. Because now you know that benefits. Exactly, you know that even if they find let's say if they wake up tomorrow and they find diamond in let's say Ogun State now, everybody's benefit. going to benefit. But then now you can say like they'll find their money, let's say Ogun, and what's it, what's the state close to Ogun? I don't know. Let me assume. I'm going to, I don't know, Oshi. but I'm like it's no you're doing alphabetical or that. <laughs> but, <laughs> let's geographical. but let's assume geographically that Ekiti. the state close to Ogun is Ekiti. Do not say that okay, but this is also in our border and then war will not <laughs> Next thing you know, everybody has been killed. This sounds like Bakasi Peninsula. Yeah, okay, Soviet Union. Exactly. Oh, you know, actually, one thing about almost of this country. Even the UK, that's why they don't want to let Scotland go. Scotland wants to be independent. They want to be like Northern Ireland. But at the end of the day, you can say, no, we don't want you to go. And it's because Scotland have the. They had the oil, the oil and whatever, whatever. So everybody's just. That was the bad idea. Even this stupid Brexit, because the fact that now. I cannot just move. You know that Britain, they don't think. That's my problem with Brexit. I just cannot move. And well, how long will take me to get passport? I don't know. <laughs> That's not even <laughs> on the list of things. But at least then, without Brexit, before Brexit with my visa, I would have yes, moved. We would have explored. I honestly, I still, I still, I still don't understand Brexit. But let's. This is not my business. This is not my country. <laughs> Because, so I don't know, even with Nigeria, I, do, I don't know, I don't understand, honestly. Because another implication is that if, if, if we say that it's going to be a confederal state yeah. or nation where everybody has its own, there are different countries and then they are together as a united 
and I said they show in Nigeria. <laughs> At the end of the day, if a place finds out that they are doing very well, they will try to cut off. Of course, everybody tries to even if you say if it's fine, if you find oil well now, yes, bye bitches. <laughs> yes. And everybody just keeps moving. So I I don't I don't think division division is never No, but this one is not division. It's actually like a softer form of amalgamation. You're amalgamating but it's still independent. You know what? At another level. This Nobody's going to sign this. <laughs> Nobody. Even so, like, even when I hear, like, when I see, like, all the people, like, keep pushing this, even dividing, I'm just like, I beg. No, it's not If they need to divide the country, will you, will you be? Will you be? It's, it's, see, it's chaotic. Nobody's. Oh, no, no, me that was talking about division. If they divide my state, well, are we going to eat sand? Just <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm from Kaduna, please. <laughs> <laughs> but then, okay, Kaduna, okay. Okay, so there is the right. And I should go back to me now. <laughs> <laughs> so many people have natural resources. What are you talking about? At the end of the when, no, when you guys discover that Baba said to say Allah, <laughs> you will till that land. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody will go back home. Another thing in, in Niger State that has not been explored share water. <laughs> we can have a whole industry. The whole now that everybody's into like organic. Cosmetics, eating everything. There was a country. And there was a Niger pro- this is still annoying. The Fire Niger produced two presidents. They are still there. Presidents. Okay, one was powerful, the other one was just there for a few They are just but yeah, living <laughs> in their mansion in Hilltop. It doesn't make sense. Living their best life. Mm. Big boys. Okay. Still controlling and benefiting. You know what? I feel like. Because if you're talking about if it's it's not even about like too powerful, you can't talk about the history of Nigeria, mm-hmm. even when it comes to military coups and everything, and not talk about Babangida. Yeah, there's a reason why everybody that wants to be president goes to that man. Like, he has yes. he turned the head the steering wheel of Nigeria to another place. That was that was the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> that was the cabal. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, he, like when they say cabal. That's him. Do you understand? So it's, it's just like. Honestly, Nigeria I want to see. I, I want to see. I don't see how Nigeria benefited from him being that again. But then, I don't know. Maybe but they benefit. But then maybe it's because the my, my my excuse would be that he was a Nigerian president and not a Nigerian president. Do you understand? Yeah. To be honest, because Nigeria benefit from Baba Buhari. Well, you have a point. Bias, I didn't benefit from good luck. Why? So that's the thing, because when you become a president, you're president of Nigeria. Yeah, and because, like, my parents, is, let's say, I don't know if nepotism works in this in this instance. It sounds like nepotism. Where you, 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 you care about the whole country. Okay, so how, how about after you left your presidency? Well, they, as in you don't have, no longer have power. I don't know. It's not about power, just, okay, you don't have power, but you can do it on a private level. Right. Well, it comes out to how like someone with the know-how of being a president. It comes out to how like presidency for these people, everybody that comes to states because we care about country is lying. Is it is it is because you think of you think of what happened in the last eight years, right? And if you think of how much, how long, Buhari has been campaigning to be president, young person, right? It is really insane that now that he's gone, and everybody's like, is this what? Like, is this what you have been fighting for? People still say 
that there are policies that have happened, there are things that he has done that yeah. will benefit from later. later, right? Okay, fine. But then again, with this, this with this situation that we are in in a country, we are a country of legality. Sometimes we want to be seen to, and it's not even a, it's it's maybe it's not things that he has done, mm-hmm. but it's things that went bad, like insecurity. For mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so yeah, past military military personnel, that was insane. And if you're thinking about Buhari created good roads and all of that, there was a train. No matter what he could have done, if you cannot feel safe to leave your house, it's almost useless. Please, which road? Are we talking about Kaduna and Pujara? Because that's the I'm just saying. So the world. Is it the train that they were picking people? I feel like this thing is almost two hours. <laughs> that they were, they were picking people up on it. Do you understand? So is, is this kind of thing how... And that's what I'm saying. I don't think Achiku stands a chance because now he, he he has had he has been campaigning longer than Buhari. Because when I found out that campaign Achiku wanted to be president during MP Abiola's point, I was shocked. I'm like, damn, daddy, <laughs> that was a long time. So I'm just saying, with all what Buhari did, and already we don't even uh, Buhari was supposed to be the saint. Nobody thinks of Achiku as a saint, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what happened. So why do you think we should give you? I'd like to believe Buhari is... You know, you understand all these movies that are hyped. But then, and then they are released. And they are like, so underwhelming. And they do bad in the box office. And then later on, they are real, like they come back. And they just do way better than they did when they were first released. You understand? Like they were ahead of their time. <laughs> I want to believe. I am praying that that was... That he put everything, everything in place. For it to fester and manifest into something. At least if this NNPC thing works, it will be like a good thing. Like a prototype yeah. that can be applied. But will they apply? Will others apply? And that's okay. And that comes back to the thing about succession, how like in Nigeria it's not everybody just wants to come. You even have things like policies that make sense, but then the new government comes and then you scrap it. Yes. And all of that. So that was why he tried, he was just signing like somebody who doesn't he doesn't he was just signing everything before he left. A few days before Buhari left, sign, 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 policies, sign. Policies that will not matter now because things can come and this one is who is waking up today, you have work tomorrow, you don't have work. It's just everybody is giving a batcha, everybody has been dissolved, dissolved, dissolved. You have been suspended, you have been never collecting. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes, honestly, I know that it's a bad thing for you to not have hope. But I just going to keep having hope and then this appointment just keeps happening and happening and happening. How much can a human being take? Right. As a Nigerian, like since you 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 don't really have tales of a good Nigeria Honestly, that much. We don't have it. I think the, the problem is like even when the when it was nice quota and unquote it was good, you are still struggling. You know that's yes. where you don't live in the present, right? Yeah. Because you're just still let's say with lock time with the dollar thing, we're still complaining. Would you know that? That was a house of people still and then now feel like <laughs> that was just a tip of the iceberg. Really, it's the iceberg. We're just looking at it. We're not close to it. So I don't know, like, and I don't think of, I don't know what, what Nigeria is going to do for the people that we're supposed to raise. I don't know how we, what Nigeria we're going to give them. And that's why everybody is just saying it's not. They're not going to give anything. We just have to leave. Well, for how long? Brain drain. Our brain, I think only like thirty percent of Nigerian brains remain. They have left. It's 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 the hard work, you know. It's like I remember when Bitcoin happened. I was saying I still don't understand the whole concept of Bitcoin too. There are so many things I still don't understand to be honest. But 
there were so many companies apart from the fraud people by the way i just <laughs> recently you guys i don't know if it's recently but yahoo yahoo boys have entered fintech yeah and it's a little bit crazy now because startups are coming up and just they, they are crashing they are crashing they're disappearing with founders yeah. money and all of that so um what was i going to say before bitcoin how like when it happened when the when it blew up and there were so many people setting up like industries companies startups about bitcoin and then cbn woke up the next day and said it's met so much resistance and that's that's the thing about nigeria right you can do all you will sweat and do everything at every basic level you wake up from service industry it's like service industry how you wake up and um what's it called little people are messing you up you wake up every single food industry mm-hmm. they've increased the amount of mm-hmm. money nigeria we, we thrive on we're living in a war it's just not happening but it is a war zone in the sense that you're putting your all into your business mm-hmm. your ideas and everything number one you're not giving you jobs government you're creating jobs you can have a business running and you wake up tomorrow and federal government will put a law you're buried and you're gone. Yeah. So it's just like, even as you're trying to grasp onto things, how? It went not stop favoring you. This Bitcoin, this cryptocurrency thing, honestly, I can see some of the reasons why the government would be against it, but I don't think scraping it totally is the way. Regulate it. That would like completely regulated because you have the power. Regulation, 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 Since regulation. Since federal government can put a policy wherever you can't use your card to buy um currency on binance and when they find out like binance they will shut you out like when king i went yeah. really obvious that you're nigerian and they are monitoring like they publish names did you know that cbn will publish names of people human beings oh you and you and you and you you are closing your account because we found out that you're trading in cryptocurrency wow i didn't know that, that was they do yes even banks Oh, I know wow. a person who is a banker. He, he he's working in Diamond Bank, and he's obviously he's doing the whole cryptocurrency thing. And he was telling me like they even have ways on trading. And when you're trying to, you know, when you're getting the cryptocurrency to your account, they have ways to. You have to round up the number. So when you're sending like okay, you have like one bitcoin, and at that time it's okay. Let's say like zero point three bitcoin. And at that time, theoretically, it's about twenty million naira. No, no, okay, 19.80 something million naira. Yeah. You can't send 19.80 something because those figures, they look suspicious. Yeah. So try to send 20 million, try to send 80 million. And then if your account isn't used to seeing big money, don't it's send big money. Always, yes, they actually it. monitor and flag. You're putting so much energy on individuals and all these people saying they do money laundering. Really? Is how, is how, how you, when you talk about money laundering? you're talking about money laundering, the others, <laughs> the others, is it because they are blocking your way, <laughs> Papa? <laughs> it's how, like, you see, like, when you talk shit about the government and then DSS picks you up, yeah. But it's kind of funny because DSS are not picking up criminals. Do you understand? Like, so it just shows you that I think that's annoying part about Nigeria. It shows you when they're putting like all this regulation, mm-hmm. this thing, it shows you that it's a country that can work, yes. but they don't want to yeah. work. And that's more annoying because it's one thing if we can if we haven't figured out what to do. Mm-hmm. But when you show you that we decide that we can in this instance we will make it work. Yeah. But if we don't want to make it work, we'll make it work. And what everybody is saying is that you can still let these things happen. People should trade in cryptocurrency using their card, but tax it. Every single transaction you do, 
They will make so much money. Even if it's money laundering money. You can't you're not going to stop them. At least get something out of it. Regulation, regulation, regulation again. So all this commission they keep putting up. But again, it brings us back to how even the regulatory body they are being enacted, they are being the policies are being implemented. But they don't do shit. They don't. They don't they just do meetings and get honorarium and leave and eat chicken. I think that <laughs> it's always something they give them. Rice and chicken are yes. <laughs> And drink. Um, and then they come after I listen to the leave mm-hmm. with I mean, honestly, to be honest, I don't even mind when they give them. If you are sitting and policies are being made, you understand? Don't give if them. You're sitting, sitting allowance, they deserve it. Sitting allowance. It's not easy because they are talking about like their, their people are going through research, they are trying yes. to implement policies that don't have an error. Everybody should end their kid, it's fine. But my own people is people that, these commissions that don't do people. Like these people now, a whole commission was made up. You guys, I don't know how long they did the project, but you guys identified 19,000 government projects. <laughs> 63% failed. But you didn't, you didn't even name. And if you hear what they were talking about in their meetings, you will be surprised. Honestly, I just talking want to about like, their marriage, their children, their work, their lives. They were talking about the things that I mean. And then at the end of the day, after five hours of. God, please. I can't. You know what? This is. This, this will not end. So, in conclusion, oh, it's going to rain. Yeah, we after 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 this heat. In conclusion, there really was a country, but anyways, guys, this was very. If you've reached the end of this uh, long rant that probably has spent a long time, you cried. And comments in the comment box or whatever about the Nigerian issues. But yeah, this was a good episode and. And it was impromptu, just exactly. It was my assignment. I hope I get in because this passion that I'm using. <laughs> Anyways, see you guys in the next episode. And yeah, don't forget to comment, share, and subscribe. Bye. Bye.